0: You're listening to Steel City Music.
1: Oh, the joys of doing is a pre-recorded Zoom interview. Hey, you're listening to Steel City Music, and I'm your host, Gunnar. And joining me right now is Emily and Mason, (sighs) <sighs> Finally, everything's working out for us. Uh, Emerson Arts Theater. And uh, it, after some back and forth, where are you? What are you doing? Mason said, You know, guys, we should be really serious about this. We should do it on a Sunday afternoon and we should sit in our offices. And Emily's like, I agree. And then she phones in from Canada's Wonderland while she's eating an elephant ear and threatening to give uh, old veggie lettuce off a sub she found on the ground at Wonderland for Mason. <laughs>
0: He deserves so much better. I, I'll, I'll bring you a funnel cake. I'm sorry for even suggesting the other thing.
1: <laughs> Mason, honestly, you should get me to be your agent. You know, hey, Gunner, I need you to you negotiate some lunch yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, they brought salads in today, Gunnar, I'm gonna need your help here. Um, yeah, yes. Nova, let's get something else going on. Shawarma, please. Anything. I gotta keep the balance up for the sugars. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> hey guys, thanks for uh, t- uh, taking the time out of your day to have this uh, chat. Uh, it was, it was. Yeah, nice thank you so we- much
0: for having us. Oh yeah,
1: I, I was, I was, I was happy to, to connect. And the, the show is uh, like, I like to promote everything that goes on in the Greater Hamilton area, and that uh, doesn't, you know, theater is like. Um, when I was like 19. And twenty, I used to chase after girls who were into theater and pretend that I could act and I was flint, like, you know, like I could really do all of that stuff. Guess what? Didn't work. Can't act. <laughs> Couldn't get girls. You know. But you know, I, I admired everything, everybody's creativity. You know, you yeah, guys. Yes, yes. You know, so I have no problem talking to you guys about how to do this stuff. You know. Hey, uh, it, I'm, I'm happy to be chatting with you guys today. Uh, tell me about Emerson. How does it all start for you guys? Like, what's the genesis of it all?
2: Amazing. Yeah. Um. So Emily and I met five years ago. We actually just celebrated our five-year best friend a friendship
0: of my three. anniversary. Woo!
2: Yeah. And um, we met doing a sister act at a local Hamilton theater, and we didn't meet all throughout the show. We met at the meet and greet, and sure. Emily was one of the core nuns and I was one of the core gangsters. So we had totally opposite rehearsal schedules and we met during tech week. And then by the end of the four days, like the four day intensive, we were inseparable. And then from that point on, we spent almost every single day together. And during the height of the pandemic, when we were both professional performers prior to COVID-19 striking, um, we decided to create an opportunity for us to continue moving forward in our careers and created Emerson Arts together.
1: And uh whereabouts is Emerson located again? I'm a little I, I for some reason I keep thinking dundurn Durin Street, but I don't think it is, is it?
0: No, we don't oh, actually really? have a our own facility. Right now we are doing shows out of the Pearl Theater downtown Hamilton.
1: Oh, the Pearl, um, okay.
0: Yeah. So we don't have an exclusive link to any one theater, but we've done performances, a lot of site specific outdoor performances. We've done shows at the uh, Staircase Theater and our next show is actually, I think our next couple of shows are at the, um, Pearl.
1: at the Pearl. So having said that, you guys don't have your own location. Does that dictate the size of the show you put on as, as far as cast members go? Like Because um, if, you, if you're in a bigger theater, you have a, a bigger cast, a bigger show, you have uh, more access to, uh, to to like wardrobes and, and to the background, backgrounding to build sets, that sort of thing. So with the, if you guys being a smaller thing, do you just like a smaller show, smaller cast, that sort of thing, kind of take it to different theaters aside from the Pearl?
0: It's really um, what the show is dictates where we'll hold the show. Right. Yeah. So if we were going to do a big musical, then we would find the right venue for that time. So for the show that we have coming up, the Pearl's perfect.
1: Oh, okay. So having said that, then if you can do bigger shows, isn't the cost very high for an independent uh, company to do something like that?
0: Yes. So we're always looking for sponsors, sponsor. Right. Okay. And angel donors and people who support local theater. I think one of the things that keeps Emerson Arts um, sort of outside or different than a typical sort of community theater is that we pay our performers, right. so everything um, gets passed on to all the people who are involved in the show. Um, we're we are small, but we're mighty, and uh, as we continue to grow, we've been around for a couple of years now. Um, we will we are expecting so we have got some really big irons in the fire
1: right so so, uh, so you're mainly uh donors angel donors and 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 sponsors that sort of thing coming out of covid what was it like to uh bring uh, to having to to broach that again as we're going because we were coming out of a time and we all know that in the arts uh, everybody was just you know it was just decimated over the last 2 years so what was it like coming out of that and going okay how do we how do we get this going again how do we get sponsors involved Uh, um, you know, and that's the one part of it. But the other part is, there's always in my mind, I'd be questioning, do I still have it to go? Do I still have the energy? I know I have it on stage, but do I still have the energy to to get the funds to get this going?
0: Well, because we're no uh, stranger to punishment, we actually started this right smack dab in the middle of COVID-19 to really challenge ourselves to be able to bring theater to Hamilton in a way that wasn't being done at the time. No theater at all was happening. Uh, We came up with our site specific show that was outdoors, uh, socially distanced. Our actors were masked, or our actors were socially distanced. All audience members were uh, masked. And um, we were able to hold performances of 25 uh, audience members per show uh, in October of 2020 and 2021. We sold out our shows, we call it Fright Night and Evening of Horrors. It's uh, in conjunction with the Halloween season and it's um, about 12 or 15 different spooky, creepy, weird, um, smaller plays, shorter plays that uh, we put on with a guide taking the audience around to where the shows with the little mini uh, plays would happen. It was really cool.
1: Now, uh, uh, but what I was what I was also referring to was the energy to keep getting sponsors after COVID, like because it was very taxing. What you just described there was like you know, extra work, extra work. There's passion there. You want to keep doing this because it's part of your DNA because you're doing it. But that extra point of uh, of how do you keep that energy for to switch on the business side? Like, okay, I got to get sponsors. I got to show people how, as we're coming out of this, that they sh- they should be sponsoring this and the reasons why.
0: It's all about passion. Mason, do you want to hit this one?
2: Yeah. So right now we actually, because of the way we started, we hadn't been looking into sponsors or anything. We just were self-sustaining arts, providing for our community in their time of need. And now that things are starting to lighten up and we're opening up and things are starting to slowly, waves of performances are coming back. And what the trend I'm finding now is that majority of sponsors or sponsorship companies that are able to do that have prior commitments. Mm -hmm. So they have promised X amount of dollars to these three theater companies before the pandemic. And now finally those shows are starting to happen. So where our struggle now, which is, I think a new struggle, is that it isn't about finding people and approaching them. It's about sort of seeing who has connections and what they're committed to from years ago, And then following that thread all the way to now to see like, okay, well now I can't approach these people because they're already tied up in these types of things or reaching out to someone and them saying, contact me again in six months, because right now we are helping out with X, Y, and Z at this theater. And that's where our priority is. And as soon as we're done this show, we can take a look at your package. So it is a labor of love for sure. And a test of patience but in the end it will all be worth it <laughs> and,
1: and that also no that also i you know i mean we're talking about sponsors and, we're t- and, and emily was referring to angel donors earlier but i would it would be i'd be silly not for me to, to to not think that you guys are going like approaching you know government programs of like for for the arts of you know this yeah. this year's coming up we're going to be doing these things and you guys are uh, applying for those as well
0: I think the most difficult thing during when applying to grants is um, making sure that your project aligns and timing aligns. And a lot of the times we'll have missed um, a grant opportunity because, you know, the show idea has just come together. And, you know, we're going to do this in four months rather than planning a year back to make sure that we have the funding. Like we have been using um, funds that have been raised or made during our past shows to fund our current shows and we are seeking more donations and more, uh, you know, grants and things of that nature. So we can do bigger and better things. Um, But at this time, at this present time, we are uh, funding our own shows. Um, And so ticket prices and ticket uh, sales dictate the amount of money that our um, actors will make, our playwrights will make um, any uh, extra people that we need to help make sure the shows goes on. So it's not Uh, easy. It's a struggle. And it's definitely, you know, we're not necessarily in it for the money at this point, but we do hope and expect that, um, you know, in a year or two, maybe I won't have to have the same day gig I have right now. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) That is, what a great line. We're not in it for the money. That could be said about anyone in the arts in any
0: particular field. Yeah, well, we we absolutely love it and we love every aspect of it. So it's not even just the performance part, but Mason is such a creative writer. He does such a great job in uh, creating um, original pieces for us to be able to put on. Mm-hmm. And that is something that sort of sets us apart is that while, um, you know, we wanted to do the big ticket items that are going to draw people to the, to the seats. What we're trying to do right now is build up a base of um, theater lovers and Emily and Mason lovers who, who like what we're doing, who want to see more of it. And, you know, we're expecting that in the next little while that it's going to take off because we've got a a lot of things happening and uh, it's really exciting and I can't see it going any other way.
1: If you're just tuning in now, you're listening to Steel City Music. I'm your host, Gunnar, and I'm just chatting with Mason and Emily from the Emerson Arts Theater, uh, which is em- Emerson Arts Theater is actually everywhere, as Emily has pointed out. Uh, some of the shows that we got coming up. What's the, what's the big one coming up in July? What's this one all about? Uh,
2: this show is called Moms Moving, and it is about a woman, um, a mother of two with two grown up children, and her husband has passed on a couple of years. <laughs> ago and she's sort of taking stock of her life and has realized it's time for me to downsize and for me to leave my family home it's too much for just one person now so she creates a plan and moves in with one of her daughters and her two daughters then come together. And the play is sort of them going through their home and their history and deciding, do you want this China or do I get this China? Do you want dad's sheets from when he was three or should I take those? Oh, good God. It's like, yeah, it's like, sort of like um, a universal dive down memory lane. And um, along the way they discover that their dad um, partakes in some illegal substances and the sisters find it and have one final sleepover and also partake in those illegal substances oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then they have this sort of cathartic experience where they are with their father one last time in their family home <laughs> and they sort of go on this uh, sisterly journey if you will um and I won't give too much more away, other than I that, think you,
1: you you better watch it because you gave away a lot there. To be yeah, honest. oh yeah. <laughs> it's the first part that I almost commented like, going, dude, I can't go and see this man. I'm gonna start bawling. I you know, I don't need this.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, yes. that sounds
1: great. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's awesome, man. And when yeah. is that happening here in Hamilton at the Pearl Theater? Uh,
2: this is happening at the Pearl Theater on July seventh, eighth, 9th and tenth. Um, we've got some matinees at two p.m. on the weekend and evening shows at seven.
1: Okay. Uh, how do people get a hold of you if they want to be a donor? Uh, if they just want to like have ideas that they want to pitch to you and like say, hey, I have this idea. Uh, is, are you, is it, can you help me flesh this out? That sort of thing to make a connection. Because I mean, mm-hmm. this whole conversation that we're having about independent theater from your perspective is, is about making connections, that sort of thing. Absolutely. Um, and keeping your, your passion going. So, how do people get a hold of you?
2: Uh, through our Facebook, Emerson Arts, our Instagram, Emerson Arts 25 um, We've got a website, EmersonArtsCanada.com, as well our email address, EmersonArts25 at gmail.com. And otherwise, Facebook message Emily or I, and we are available anytime for anyone who has any questions or wants to discuss anything, or if we can help grow something or make something into something else, we're available anytime to help. The arts community as best we can.
1: Thanks for uh, for this chat, guys. And Emily, I uh, hope you have a really good time at Canada's Wonderland while mason <laughs> and I are sitting back in our offices <laughs> on a pre-recorded chat, typing
2: away. Thank
1: you. <laughs>
0: yes, I I promise. I promise I will. I'll go on the Leviathan once for you.
1: Forget that.
0: <laughs> and twice for you, Gunner.
1: You're the hell out of me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Awesome. Thank you.
1: Steel City Music.